0: and welcome to books the podcast the only podcast about books i'm tim i'm tom and we're booksmen
1: yeah weird booksmen nailed it tim you asked me right before we started uh like we're recording right
0: tom (laughs) here's the thing (laughs) i know it's not without precedent (laughs) that you know you're over there
1: (laughs) i'm manning the board you're
0: manning the board but like also if i if i'm if I have ever asked, like, uh-huh. hey, have, should we test the microphones? You're always like, that's for jerks. Yeah.
1: <laughs> what are you, a nerd? Come but on. But also,
0: sometimes the, the, the audio is atrocious.
1: Uh, well, that one time was last week, the week before. The
0: week before. <laughs> yeah. And somebody said- That was uh, a bad cable. Somebody said, oh, that just proves you don't listen to this before uh, they go out. And oh, that
1: no, you you caught that. It was I just there was it. no way around it.
0: There was no way around it, and like to cut it out, like it yeah. would have made the episode twenty <laughs> minutes shorter. <laughs> yeah. And also, like you we record this on out, right? Thursday night, mm-hmm. and it's supposed to go out on Friday. Yeah, um, you're I'm, up all I'm, night. I'm a man who has a lot of obligations. Mm-hmm. Look, it just wasn't going to work. Yeah. But, yeah, no, we don't listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> we record it live to tape and then put it out a few hours later. Yeah. What do you want from me?
1: Yeah. Well, you, you did edit some of it out, yeah. didn't you? Yeah.
0: I edited. I even took, like, some of your audio from my microphone. Right. I could boost that. Yeah. I tried my best. I tried like eighty percent.
1: Well, I hope whoever you whoever criticized you, Tim, that you booted them off the patron. You told them, "No, we I mean, don't I, want I, your no, money." No, that's not true. As shove it up me, your ass. No,
0: that's not what I would ever say to anybody.
1: <laughs> Even Kim Jong Un.
0: If he's paying us, I'll take his money.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to tell him to shove anything up his ass. Yeah, he might be paying us. I mean, who knows? Drew some sort of shell. Yeah. I mean, he's not going to put his real name on there. but Why uh, not?
0: Hey, Kim Jong-un, if you're yeah. a patron, uh, show yourself, you he coward. Prob- he
1: probably can't get a credit card or PayPal or whatever in his name, but I'm sure he's got them in uh, other people's names. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure he, he finds a way. He figures it out. Tells his lackeys what he wants, <laughs> and they go do it. They go, sign me up to that uh, complete guy Patreon. Yeah. I don't think there's much for him in this.
0: I don't think he'd like it.
1: I mean, we don't know that much about him. He likes to smoke cigarettes. Yeah, that's cool, right? Yeah, he he uh, he, he got uh, he has gout apparently. Like that time I got gout, so maybe uh, maybe he got into the <laughs> show that way.
0: <laughs> He's like, let me learn more about gout.
1: <laughs> yeah, or or he just felt some kind of kinship with me. Yeah, we've been exchanging letters ever since.
0: Anyway, mm-hmm. Tom, we started reading a new book. Yeah, sorry, I started reading the the comments from last week's episode.
1: Okay, are you looking for the comment of the week? Yeah.
0: Well, uh, I, I realized I didn't like go through these. Yeah. Uh,
1: My comment of the week is the guy who said you don't pay attention to me, not I don't pay attention to you. Yeah. That's the comment of the week. Unspoiled. Yeah.
0: All right, well done, unspoiled. Comments of the week, congratulations. Ahem, I definitely agree with Angela. What did Angela say? Yeah, where's Angela? I don't even see Angela here. You,
1: you might have to tap, uh, load more comments. It's good that you're doing this live on the air.
0: Yeah, this is what people want to see. You'll cut
1: out the uh, twenty minutes of silence, right? <laughs>
0: And Tim, I hate to break it to you, but even though Tom doesn't remember what happened the previous week, he's Uh usually much more engaged than you are. Mm -hmm. It was a lot worse when you guys were recording remotely because it's easier to do your own thing uh, when you're not in the same room. I speak from experience, but I always got the impression Tim was full on watching YouTube videos and reading articles while Tom was explaining a plot. Wow. Wow. Um, I wasn't watching YouTube videos because, like, I'd need the sound for that. Yeah. I might have been re I might have been looking at Twitter. Yeah, or something. I'm
1: sure you were.
0: But also, Tom, when you explained some some of the books, mm-hmm. you were drunk and it was boring.
1: Well, maybe you should have been paying closer attention. Maybe you will have learned a thing or two.
0: Yeah. Well, anyway, uh, congratulations, to unspoiled. You, uh, you won the comment of the week over the guy that linked to the archive of uh, Madonna's sex book. <laughs> yeah yeah
1: but just barely yeah. because that's pretty cool too <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah you, a lot of good comments you know week. about like how
1: good uh, archive.org is like how much stuff they've got uh, on. There?
0: apparently a mandana's sex book you know, there. Well, you did know you what?
1: click through did you read it no no but you know what i downloaded i think today actually from archive today or yesterday i forget exactly uh from archive.org that is not available anywhere else Ooh. Uh, the Touch soundtrack by Dave Grohl. Oh, wow. Yeah. You can't find it on any streaming services or anything like really? that. Really? Yeah. It's not a great soundtrack. <laughs> no. I mean, it's probably also part of the reason why. Yeah. But, uh, but I was like, oh, yeah, we're we having that. I looked it up on, like, Apple Music and Spotify. Couldn't find it. Archive.org. Wow. A lot of, a lot of like, uh, I guess not lost media, but, like, media... It seems like they basically have an attitude nowadays of, like, hey, if you can't buy this new anywhere, like, we're going to make it available for people. Like, a lot of old uh, video games and stuff that, you know, you you can't buy them, you know, Super Nintendo games or whatever. You can just get the ROMs there. Wow. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Archive.org. Archive.org. It's not just for Madonna's
1: sex. No, but they've got that too. Apparently. <laughs> I gotta
0: click through, I gotta see it. I, yeah. gotta... I
1: still think we should order it uh order a copy from eBay so we've got the nice right. uh hardcover. Yeah. With all the pages stuck together, presumably.
0: <laughs> you gotta get one of the shrink wrapped ones.
1: <laughs> no, I'm sure that's like unbelievably expensive. Yeah. But we can get one some perversary peruse through uh 30 years ago or whatever
0: (laughs) a long dead pervert (laughs) some some
1: pervert who they're cleaning out his storage facility (laughs) after he died Well, he's got a copy of Madonna's Sex in here. Uh, That's got to be worth yeah, something.
0: Yeah, uh, horrified daughter puts it up on eBay <laughs> to pay off some of the debts <laughs> that have not been transferred to her.
1: Yeah, this Barnes and Noble credit card is uh <laughs> <laughs> Did they, years they didn't
0: sell uh, Madonna's book Sex at Barnes and Noble? Right.
1: I don't I don't know. I mean I remember it being like just a very controversial thing.
0: Tom, we also like <laughs> we know this from like Saturday Night Live <laughs> yeah. and uh like uh late night show monologues. Right. I don't think actual people were aware of or really talking about Madonna's sex book. I that think month. they were
1: aware of it, but only for like a week, you know, yeah. like when it came out, it was like Madonna's selling a book with uh, it was it was like a little before everybody realized like, oh, Madonna does uh, like uh, provocative, provocative yeah. things uh that that's part of her yeah I was gonna say for attention, but it's like not attention, it's for marketing, like yeah. that's her her livelihood.
0: remember when she went on the David Letterman show, and uh it was a big scandal because she like cursed a lot, and it was like yeah but but they they bleeped filmed it out. that at six p m and then uh they had five hours to bleep out all the curses, so that's what they did, <laughs> yeah,
1: i uh, I understand if like the editors were pissed off, <laughs> but uh <laughs> Yeah, the, uh, a, a, a hundred scandalized tourists at uh, the Ed Sullivan Theater. I don't really care yeah.
0: about Tom. Will you ever go to a television show taping again? Do you think?
1: Uh, not unless it's like somebody I know is involved in it, right? Because yeah, I've been to too many, and it's it's just such a hassle. It's so it's, it's like an entire day. It's a whole. It's a whole day, and like. You're not treated with respect. No, you're treated like cattle, which yeah. is understandable. That's yeah, you're basically a prop for uh, right for these shows. But, for like but a late you're night treated show or whatever. as such.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, actually, back in the day, we went to. Did you come with us to like when we went to the, Conan? No, I never. I never saw
1: Conan live. I went to Conan a couple
0: times, and he has that like insane drive where it's like. Oh, he does the audience warm-up. Yeah, Because, yeah. like, instead of, because it's, like, he's got that, like, I need everybody in this room to like me, and right. I want them to look me in the eye, and I want to feel their love. So, yeah. like, he's very funny, and he's, he's very good. Um, but, like, I went to the Daily Show one time, or uh-huh. a couple times. Jon Stewart didn't give a shit. Yeah. Um, Letterman was so disengaged when I went.
1: <laughs> Yeah, The Daily Show to me was always like a weird one where it's like, this is supposed to be copying a new show. A new show doesn't have an audience. Yeah. You yeah, don't really need an audience. But th- I always think about that. Like sometimes, you know, there will be clips of, uh, you know, like old stuff from uh, late night shows or whatever. And it's like, Look, uh, this person made this like, you know, nowadays we consider like awful joke, horrible joke. And they all laughed at them and they applaud. It's like, no, that they are told to do that. Yeah. <laughs>
0: You were supposed to, like, they yelled at you if you. you oh, yeah. It was like, no,
1: clap and, harder, laugh and, harder. Uh, the, the television can't hear it.
0: Yeah. Uh, I did. Uh, I got uh, onto the show just by going, <laughs> woo, at one point. During an interview.
1: Wow. Oh, so that, you know, I was wondering how you got so famous. (laughs) Yeah. And I Uh, guess that was was the uh, beginning.
0: During an interview with Greg Kinnear.
1: (laughs) Well, how can you keep that to yourself, Tim? Of course.
0: (laughs) Actually, another time, Uh maybe the same show, Michael Richards was Uh on uh, (laughs) the show, was on Conan. Sorry, Mm -hmm. and I was in the audience for Conan. And uh, he was telling this meandering story, Michael Richards, and he said, I was walking down that particular boulevard, and I Yelp laughed because I was funny, and uh, Michael Richards and Conan looked down to the audience, and and Conan went, okay. (laughs) Wow. I think they might have cut that part out. (laughs) I just thought the word boulevard was funny.
1: Yeah, yeah. You you've said you think everything he says is yeah, exactly. Yeah. This was in 1997,
0: Tom. How dare you? Uh,
1: That was only like a few years before, uh,
0: like ten years. Yeah,
1: closer than it before he turned racist. (laughs) Uh, Tim, we're both reading Heat Two, the book
0: by Michael Mann
1: and and Meg Meg Gardner. Gardner. Yeah, I wonder if she's related to uh, Jennifer Gardner. <laughs> um. <What> is, is <laughs> when it, will you? Learn? I mean, they both work in. Uh, it's Garner. Me and Tom.
0: She's going through a very tough time because yeah, uh, her, her ex just got married.
1: Yeah, to to the the uh most beautiful butted woman in them all. <laughs> all right. Um, <laughs> hold then would you say Kim Kardashian's more famous for having a big butt nowadays. Yeah, I think so. I think yeah. J Lo is
0: famous for uh her. being J Lo. She's a she's a really good actress when she uh, is in good stuff.
1: Yeah. I was uh over like a few months ago uh went to a wedding in Pittsburgh and uh J Lo is there? No, no. But uh Just like in a weird coincidence. So like it was uh, we brought uh, Ginger, me and my girlfriend. The the dog. We brought Ginger the dog, Mm -hmm. our dog, to the wedding, but not in the wedding. It was just a dog-friendly hotel, and we were staying overnight. So it was like, oh, great. Well, we'll bring her. And uh, we kept the TV on in the – we had like a suite. It was uh, pretty sweet. And uh, so we kept the TV on for her. 'cause it's like you know comforting or whatever uh, but in uh, like a weird coincidence like t n t or whatever that day was just running like nonstop movie uh wedding movies, uh-huh, and we were there for a wedding, Yeah, wow, and one of them was uh the wedding planner with j lo and uh yeah, she was Plans good. In it. the wedding uh
0: The tagline is "His wedding is the worst day of her life" or something like that. Was it? Yeah, something like that. Yeah,
1: a lot of these wedding movies because it was like that one, and it's like she ends up with Owen Wilson. That's like the protagonist or the uh, love interest, rather. Yeah. And then uh, uh, there was another one. uh, I think it was like Brides Wars. Yeah. And it was uh, uh, what's her name? And what's her name?
0: Okay, the two ladies. (laughs)
1: Uh, uh, Kate Hudson mm-hmm. and um, Anne Hathaway. Okay, and like that one I had never seen before, and that one had like questionable character motivations. Like yeah. when you oh, when you watched audio. all the movies.
0: It was, you didn't just leave it on for the dog.
1: Um, you
0: stayed home from the wedding and watched <laughs> the, like, the yeah, wedding. Yeah, movie. yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, Ceremonies—they're <laughs> all the same. I'm watching my stories. I'm watching. I kind of know what happens with Anne Hathaway and Kate Hudson. Just say we're best friends, but now they're both having weddings on the same day.
0: Bridezillas, man! Mm-hmm. Remember when that happened?
1: Yeah. Um, no, but it was like one of those. Like you know, we kept going back to like check on Ginger in between like the ceremony and and like also like getting ready. It was on all the mm-hmm. all those things. All right. I don't need an excuse. Yeah, I watched it. I liked yeah. it. I like uh, I like movies. Yeah. I like the movie Heat. Yeah. The movie Heat's a good movie. It is.
0: We both watched it for the first time uh, recently. Yeah, like a few months ago. Yeah. It was
1: like three years ago. <laughs> <and> we just... <laughs> no, I want to say it was within the last six months. Yeah.
0: The cool thing about it is Heat 2. Yeah. It's a book. Mm-hmm but it's got all the same characters from the movie. <laughs> I think all books should do this.
1: Oh, For the oh. characters, just uh-huh. be
0: like, all right, this guy is Robert De Niro. Right, like, yeah,
1: because otherwise you have to go to IMDb, which well, is what I have Oh, to no, do. I
0: went to IMDb. No, what I'm saying is like, if somebody writes a book that isn't tied <laughs> to a movie universe, it's oh, a lot easier to just it. be like, yeah, this guy, uh, Owen Wilson and, and J-Lo are the, are the two protagonists in yeah. this. And then you have a much, you can paint a picture in your head because, like, I know that this, uh, that freaking Neil McCallie is... is uh, De Niro. De Niro. Yeah. So, it's like whenever he's on the page, I'm just imagining De Niro do this stuff. It's a lot better than
1: reading a book where I <laughs> had to, like, come up with a whole guy's <laughs> face in my head. Yeah, you know, I was watching, like, a, uh, a video today... Uh, like a, uh, uh, an author YouTuber. And she was talking about, uh, like a current work in progress and about getting character voices. Right. And she was saying one of the things she does is she kind of like in her head casts, like a TV character mm. and then can imagine that person saying things and, and kind of hear in her head if it rings true or not. Uh, but I, I think you're on to something better. Cut out the middleman. Just say, this is who, yeah. not even an actor. It's this actor playing this character. That's this Exactly. Character. The old man in the sea you could
0: just be like, oh, this is Ian McKellen. He's the it's old Ian, man. It's
1: Ian McKellen as Magneto as yeah. the old man in the sea.
0: Exactly.
1: <laughs> Boy, that, I'd love to watch that. Yeah. You know, just... just
0: read it now thinking about that. <laughs> yeah. And
1: it's going to be 10 times
0: better. Yeah. It's not gonna be as good as a movie. What? How is a book gonna be as good as a movie? No, it's certainly gonna be better than a book if
1: you're pretending it's a movie. (laughs) So by by all this math, he too, it's probably gonna be one of the best books ever written.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, like it's very much written like a screenplay, right?
1: Yeah, it it's. I think it's very interesting. I don't. I, I want to look into if either of these people have done interviews about it. Right. Because my assumption is, and I did see some, like, interview headline where it was basically, like, we asked Michael Mann if he'd like to make the movie Heat 2. And his answer was, like, yes, that's why I did this.
0: <laughs> right. But, like, look, Heat came out 25 years ago, 27 years yeah, ago. What, 95? Yeah, you can't
1: use these same actors and anymore.
0: And, like, it's... De Niro, it's Pacino, it's Val Kilmer, yeah, it's uh, John Voight is, yeah. is in the the in this a lot. Tom it's,
1: Sizemore, yeah,
0: it's like these guys. Like, yeah. What are you gonna do the de aging thing? Yeah, no. or are you gonna get like a, oh, uh oh instead of uh, De Niro and Pacino, it's freaking Ryan Reynolds and Zach uh, Efron. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's no good actors anymore. No, they're all old now. Yeah. Um, people are mad that Joe Pesci is coming back in that uh Pete Davidson TV show.
1: Yeah, why are people mad? I don't know. Cuz he said Pete he was going to retire. Pete Davidson, it, like I watched uh, again a YouTube video about Pete Davidson and it was very interesting cuz it was basically basically made the case of like the reason why he's in a lot of stuff and got real famous is basically that uh Know, he's like a fun guy to hang out with. <laughs> he seems nice. And like a lot of just like especially on SNL, a lot of celebrities came through and like he was just like a nice guy and like funny and I think personable. He's funny. And yeah. Oh, I think he I do think he's funny. I think his level of fame is not commiserate with like how funny mm, he is, though. Well, you
0: know what? But I'm
1: not mad about it, but I don't
0: who's the arbiter of how famous somebody is? Oh, I,
1: I agree. Joe and Pesci.
0: I... And Joe Pesci <laughs> agrees that he should be famous. And I
1: also think for Pete Davidson, if it's like, oh, that guy just got famous because he's nice. <laughs> All right. <laughs> 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 that, that's fine by me. A lot of other people got famous yeah. for way yeah. worse reasons. But basically they were like, oh, he's like a nice guy and uh like, uh, kind of, he kind of, it seems like he's kind of who he is with everybody, regardless of like, uh, you know, if they're famous or not. And that like a lot of famous people just kind of like that, That's like, oh, this guy isn't talking to me like everybody else talks to me. He's talking to me like a regular person. Right. Oh, I got this project. He would be great for that. I'll have him come in and do that. Yeah. It'll, it'll be a fun hang.
0: Uh, look, it's fine. I like fine. that
1: movie, The King of Saturn Island. I thought yeah, that was, that was good. okay. I mean, I didn't think it was like a huge stretch for him. Uh, who acting but, like, wise? Who but care fine. If it,
0: oh no, I unless he's stretching and acting, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna like it. Everybody, just calm down. Just watch stuff. Yeah, enjoy it. You know the thing. Uh, everybody acts like they're like a freaking like a uh, Hollywood insider now. <laughs> It's like, oh, this guy. It's, it's like, Sh- shut up. Like, uh, Just watch yeah, the movies. Yeah, but you
1: like, you like that stuff, too. I can be like that. Because <laughs> <laughs> I am a Hollywood. It's, uh,
0: No, it's like, nobody should have to hear me. Well, no, people are paying.
1: <laughs> <laughs> nobody nobody should. should listen to my Tim. Shut up. <laughs> Um but yeah, apparently there there's some what is it like a Hulu show or something maybe? Joe Pesci and Yeah, uh, it's a Peacock show. Uh and uh Pete uh, Davidson Pete Davidson. Yeah. Yeah, it's probably gonna be funny. Yeah. Well, I mean I I'll never to see it. I'm gonna subscribe yeah. to Peacock. <laughs> I think you can still watch Peacock with ads for free. Not this one. Oh, no, not this one. All right. Well then uh sorry. Sorry, <laughs> Joe. Sorry, Pete. Maybe we'll catch you in the next one.
0: I'll subscribe. I, I have subscribed <laughs> to Peacock. I did it for uh, AP Bio. I'll wait final for the season.
1: reviews. All right, Tom. Um, heat mm-hmm. 2. Yeah.
0: The prologue begins. Mm-hmm. It's basically Heat. You, yeah. They, they, uh, was, they, they, they give you Heat in, in 10 pages.
1: I was glad about that, like a nice recap. I, I mentioned re, uh, on this very show that uh, they did the same thing in uh, The Dark Tower Book 4. Uh, like a, like I was a,
0: listening when you said that.
1: <laughs> a nice succinct ten page recap, like uh, enough detail uh, to to feel like, oh, okay, I remember the events of all this now, but not so much that it feels like you're reading the book right. or watching the movie again. But in the, but in the case of Heat, would watching the movie again be so bad? It's a pretty good movie.
0: <laughs> Tom, I do want to give at this point. A trigger warning. Oh yeah, because like this was uh, this was a shock to me. Yeah, there there's uh, some the real book.
1: bad stuff in
0: this. Yeah, there's some uh, trigger warning for uh, sexual assault in this because yeah. like uh, it gets pretty grisly. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know?
1: We're we're not gonna get deep into the weeds here, but but also if it.
0: like if you're like oh maybe I'll read along. Like yeah. just know that like uh, there's rough stuff in this Ooh, book. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: There yeah there were there was some stuff that I did not enjoy reading about, and yeah. I was glad. I I feel like they did a good job of kind of like portraying how horrific some of yeah. this stuff was, but then like kind of cutting away at a certain point where yeah. it's like, oh, I don't need, I get it. The, these are real, real bad people. Right. I don't like, need I anymore. I felt like
0: there was none of that in the movie Heat, so I felt yeah. a little blindsided when that happened. When I was like oh, they didn't show guys, like, Heat was all about, like, bank robbers.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, and there was, like, violence, but it was, like, cops and robbers shooting yeah. each other. Yeah, not Not, like, not uh, innocent people being as- sexually assaulted.
0: Yeah. um, In sadistic ways. Yeah. Um, uh,
1: so, all right, so the prologue explains Heat, explains the movie Heat, recounts Heat. And um,
0: recounts, and spoilers for Heat.
1: Yeah. The movie yeah, Heat. Spoilers for Heat. Um, but then picks up like right where Heat left off, which I thought right. was pretty cool. So
0: pretty much everybody except yeah. um is dead from yes. the crew.
1: So Val Kilmer survived. Right. So now and, we're seeing,
0: and again, it's, how great is this? Just imagining, okay, I'm picturing Val Kilmer do all this.
1: Yeah. And oh, so that's what I was going to say before, that I'm curious how this book was written. My thinking is that, like, Michael Mann maybe even just straight up wrote uh, the Heat 2 screenplay. Or if he didn't write it, like, wrote an outline.
0: And then Meg Gardner is like, hey, I write thrillers for a living. I'm very successful here. I can turn this into.
1: Yeah. And now I want to read more of her stuff because, like. Uh, She did like an amazing job so far, like capturing the feeling of that movie It's like Michael Mann is a very stylistic filmmaker. Uh, All of his movies have like a mood to them and a feel and a look to them. And like the way things are described in this book, like settings and people and actions, it's like, oh, yeah, this feels like, yeah. Even uh, a it's a real hard boiled
0: uh, yeah. thriller. Like it's a little over the top. Soap. Yeah. Yeah, it's over um, the
1: top, but he but it's like it knows it's over the top. Yeah. So it's like, oh no, it's cool because they're like in it's it's a little self indulgent, but in a in a fun way.
0: Yeah. I, I I agree with that. Yeah. As long as it's like knowingly uh yeah, you know, everything they're doing, they, they they know what they're doing. Yeah, it's come not, on, this is man and not, gardener.
1: It's not necessarily trying to be realistic. Uh, right. It's just trying to yeah tell like a uh, or a real hard boiled story uh, because so the uh, other big character in this is uh, Pacino's character, his right. cop. Yeah, uh, Jack Hanna.
0: <laughs> not Jack <laughs> Hanna. That's the that's the animal wrangler. Oh okay, yeah, his brother. Yeah, uh, Vincent. Vincent, Vincent Hanna. Hanna. Um, there's a little bit of John Voight mixed in here too in the begin- in the Which opening. Which character is, uh, um, John
1: Voight? Nate, I want to say. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was wondering. Kind who of the Nate fixer. Was. He's he's uh, so he's the one who gets Chris out of town. Exactly. Um, Val, Val Kilmer. Kilmer. <laughs> <laughs> should we just disrefer these
0: characters? I think so. I yeah. think we should.
1: So Val Kilmer uh, at the end of Heat, everybody gets killed. In the much. crew. In the crew. Val Kilmer gets shot, but he survives. Right. And uh, so
0: John Voigt, who is like tangential to the crew, kind of like uh, yeah, sets like them fixer. up. Yeah, like a fixer. Yeah, a fixer.
1: Uh he's the one who's basically like, all right, like we gotta, you know, get you like fixed up. We'll get you to a vet to yeah. <laughs> to, to do some uh, light surgery on yeah, you. Yeah, and uh I uh, no spoilers here, but I just finished Better Call Saul, the whole series that ended last week. I was a week behind, sorry. Um but in that show there's also a vet who is like yeah. a I mean that's
0: a that's a, that's a thing. Like in the underworld Yeah, it makes sense um, that uh You can't go to a real doctor.
1: Right. They'll have to report it.
0: Not that a vet isn't a real doctor. you know what I mean, a person right. doctor. You can't walk into a hospital yeah, without but the the vet, police but being. But a vet like, can do oh, You got shot? What let me ask some questions yeah. about this.
1: But if it's like who who out there knows how to do all this stuff but doesn't do it regularly on a human being? <laughs> right. But, uh, you know, maybe I'll have a pretty nasty scar from this. (laughs) Nastier than if I went to a hospital and then, like, a plastic surgeon. But at least I won't bleed out. You go to a vet. Yeah. No spoilers. After
0: hours. No spoilers for Better Call Saul here. Mm -hmm. But, like, I think this is evident in uh, the first episode of the first season of Better Call Saul. This is very much like uh, that, where it's, like, opens up direct... Um, sequel, right? Yeah, yeah. Shows uh, where we're at right after the movie, and then flashes back and becomes a prequel.
1: Yeah. A sequel and a prequel all yeah, rolled I, into I one. I thought, yeah, because doesn't the cover have, uh, doesn't it say like 19- 19... 1988
0: and 2000. Okay. Which is, the first scene is in 1995. Yeah. And then-
1: And then do we flash forward to 2000? I don't no. think so, yeah. No,
0: it, it flashes back to, I think, 88. Yeah. So we haven't gotten to 2000 yet.
1: Okay. The future. The year 2000. Can't wait. Do you think uh, Al Pacino's going to have like a flying car? Hopefully. And, a, and like a... <laughs>
0: if Michael Mann like, wrote this screenplay <laughs> in like, 1990.
1: And and his new partner's a robot. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, all right. Uh, should we get like really into the plot or yeah, are we going to sure. be like, uh, we're not going to be coy since it's a new yeah. book, right? Yeah. I think people should read along as long as they're yeah. uh, into it. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: and if they don't want to read along, if they want to save themselves like $30 on a brand new hardcover, cover.
0: I was gonna also buy the audio book. Yeah. Um, but then I was like, am I going to spend $60 on this? <laughs> yeah. Um, what did you buy? The ebook?
1: I bought the ebook and I actually literally last night bought the hardcover and then canceled my order. Cause I was like, what am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> I'm reading the ebook. It's fine. Yeah. Um, okay. So, but I do that a lot when I'm like reading, you know what? I do it a lot when I'm reading nonfiction. If I'm reading the ebook, and I like really like it. I'll buy the hardcover book, or not hardcover, a physical copy. But like that makes sense for like nonfiction, where it's like you know I'm I'm like referencing stuff. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I've got a, a, uh, book save right the cat. Writes a novel. The last book on novel writing I'll ever need. Well, I got other books on novel writing, so. But it is a very good book, <laughs> and maybe I maybe this this claims it'll be the last one. Have you bought one since? Uh. Yeah, I have. Uh, but I've also, like, checked out the, uh, like, regular Save the Cat, and I didn't like it at all. Yeah. But The, the Writes a Novel is written by Jessica Brody. Very good. Brody from Jaws? Uh, Jessica Brody, his daughter, presumably.
0: Okay. Well, hey, she wrote Jaws. She's good enough <laughs> for me.
1: <laughs> but, uh, but. Uh, you know, like I said, I I bought the ebook, but then I was like, nah, I want this to like flip through, mm-hmm. and that's why I canceled my order for the hardcover of Heat too, because I was like, I might read this again, but I'm not. I don't need to like flip through yeah. it and reference it.
0: All right. So Val Kilmer is mm-hmm. in the process of getting away after. Yeah. That. Uh, mm-hmm. John Voigt's fixing him up. He's really upset because uh, wish Judd, Ashley Judd.
1: Yeah, yeah. His yeah. girlfriend. Yeah. The one who, like, gave him the signal of, like, don't come here. Yeah. The cops are here. But also,
0: like, kind of potentially.
1: Like, sold him out?
0: Yeah. but, like, for, he's mad because he's, like, it, the freaking cops, like, threatened her. Yeah, and that's yeah. That's why, like, they threatened but by... So, whatever. It's complicated. Flashes hmm Flash is back to 1988. hmm Chris Scheherlis. Mm-hmm. Val Kilmer. Val Kilmer on top of the world, a bit of a gambling addict. Yeah,
1: which uh, I think we knew from heat. Maybe yeah, right. We
0: get a lot of fleshed out backstories between yeah. this and uh, Al Pacino's uh, adventures in the Vietnam War. <laughs> yeah, uh, which is like, all right, I get. It. Just say it's a Vietnam vet. Like, I hope we don't have to go through like a bunch of scenes uh, yeah. in Vietnam.
1: I I don't I got the impression people of this that,
0: generation just love being like hey you want to just like stick Vietnam in here and like spin
1: I, a yarn about that I feel like uh, the part we got that was a flashback to Vietnam is kind of what all we're gonna get because yeah. it was kind of like explained his character a bit yeah. And then it was like, okay, and that's all we need to, like, really tell you about part part of why this guy is the way he is.
0: Part of what's cool about the movie Heat is that, like, I think it is kind of, like, hinted at that uh, Val Kilmer, like, is a recovering gambling addict. Yeah. And it's not, they don't, like, put too fine a point on stuff like that.
1: Well, Um, and it's, I also thought it was good and interesting because uh, it gives a good explanation of, like, why does this guy have to keep doing these like million-dollar heists? Doesn't he have enough money already?
0: It's not about the money,
1: Tom. Well, for some of them, it's not. But for him, it's not about the money, but it's also like, no, but then he gambles all that money away. Uh, So I think he does kind of... Get himself occasionally into tight spots where it's like, okay, I need to do a big job now. Yeah. Because I owe money or, or I'm just out of money and want to gamble again.
0: And now that I think about it, Tom, mm-hmm. I did not rewatch Heat when we did the episode about it because mm-hmm. I had watched it, like, a little bit before. Yeah. But I still might have just watched Heat, like, a year ago. So if I say anything about, like, oh, they don't really do this and say this in the movie, and then you might be wrong. I might be absolutely yeah. wrong. They might be like, oh, there's 10 minutes about uh, Val Kilmer <laughs> being a, the gambling <laughs> yeah. addict in there. Um, I'm not smart. You yeah. Know?
1: But it also makes sense because, like- these these heists are gambles you know it's like the biggest where it's like you could totally see if somebody was a gambling addict was addicted to that like rush Mm -hmm. this is the same thing of like i'm i'm betting it all right now and if i lose i'm going to jail for 30 years but if i win i i walk away with like two million dollars cash right i'd like two million dollars cash tom I would even take a check, honestly. Yeah, I'd take one point eight million dollars. I would take Dave and Buster's credits.
0: I, I, I wouldn't know what to do with that. But <laughs> um, I
1: mean, if somebody was like, "Hey, you want? Uh, I got this Dave and Buster's card. It's got two million dollars on it. You want it? You can't cash it out. They won't give you money back." Yeah, I'd
0: take that. I guess. Yeah, of
1: course you would.
0: I'd lose it. I'm sure. <laughs> we if you had to drill through a bank vault to get it. <laughs> Alright, so there's there's okay. So we flash back to nineteen eighty eight now. Uh huh. We got Val Kilmer. He meets Charlene, uh, Ashley Judd mm-hmm. while she's working as a as a, cinnamon. As a uh, sex worker.
1: Yeah, as an escort, like a high end uh But he Las charms Vegas her escort.
0: and it's not even like he even like he offends her because he wants to hang out with her more because she's got another client. And she's offers got a client. the pay He's like, and she's like, she's offended. She's like, no, nah, that's not what this was about. Yeah. He also gambles. Um, and then she leaves, and he's like, sorry, uh, you know, maybe we'll meet again, but who knows? And he's like, ah, we will meet again. We know yeah. they will meet again because right. But it's also prequel.
1: like, oh, he's like, uh, falling in love with her. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, and then we head to Chicago, mm-hmm. and so the all right. So there's we're following Shaheerulz, mm-hmm. who is uh, we, we're, Chris
1: shahurlis Val we're, Kilmer,
0: Val Kilmer, as well. Uh, he's hooking up with uh,
1: Ashley Judd. No, 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 no. Sorry, not oh.
0: hooking up like that. In Chicago, it's oh, it's De Pacino. Niro. It's De Niro.
1: Neil Neil Macaulay, yeah,
0: Macaulay, yeah, Macaulay. I think okay. Uh, it's Val Kilmer.
1: Well, De Niro, and, and here we are, Tom in sh- Sizemore. Yeah,
0: here, here we are. In-
1: here we are in Chicago ho- doing home invasions with a Macaulay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's very true, but like now he has nothing to do yeah, with that. Yeah, actually, he has nothing to do with that. So we have that crew who mm-hmm. is planning to. Drill into a bank vault.
1: Yeah. And here's like just classic heat stuff. Yeah. Like a very cool heist of like, how do we pull off a heist and like kind of like account for every variable so that we don't get caught and we steal as much as possible? Uh, And the way that they do that, they find this like kind of small bank. Uh, that has safety deposit boxes, and they realize like some maybe unscrupulous people are using these safety deposit boxes to stash things that are very valuable, including some
0: mysterious computer disks, yeah, floppy disks,
1: but also just like a a shit ton of cash. Mm -hmm. And uh, so they want to get in. The pictures of senators that they don't want to get into. Yeah, the bank uh, is next door to a uh, closed store. Yeah, not a closed
0: store, a store that has been closed. Yeah, who knows? Not like a men's warehouse. (laughs) It might have been a former men's warehouse.
1: Uh, But they basically have this whole scheme.
0: 1988. I don't think those are going out of business. No, they're thriving. Yeah, exactly. Uh, It's not a men's warehouse. We can.
1: But they've basically the you know, they're they're thinking of everything. They they're getting new cars that are like, you know, have fresh plates and are untraceable or they're traceable but to not them. Yeah. Basically. Uh they get these cars from Grimes. Yeah, Grimes. Aaron Grimes, yeah. I think it is. Uh, and they're getting uh like a bunch of tools from him they need all these uh Milwaukee tools now
0: i don't remember de niro being like this much of a dick yeah and he
1: like he but this is before that yeah right? he's a
0: hothead right yeah. like he's giving grimes a hard time and this is how this is how you you do these things right like he doesn't want anybody to see him yeah. like a guy comes to drop off tools later than he expected and like De Niro never wanted to meet this guy. He wanted this guy to give tools to Grimes, right? And like that guy's like, "Hey, what whoa, whoa, what are you guys doing?" Yeah, and like De Niro like almost like kills him, and just like takes his yeah, wallet. Like, and he's like, "I know where you live. I'll kill your uh, yeah. wife and kids if you breathe." And the guy's just like, ah, I, "I gotta go, man."
1: <laughs> yeah, I think I I uh, I'm I'm trying to find my my okay. note here because he's like. You nosy. You you're asking too much. Like you're late. You're nosy. Um. Yeah, something like that. Uh, yeah, he's just uh, uh. Okay, so you got real that, mad about it.
0: You got that crew. That's yeah. what they're the our, the the our our favorite guys from Heat, right? <laughs> uh-huh. And then the our other favorite guy from Heat, you got Pacino, who's uh kicking around before he's in L.A. as a yeah. detective. Kicking around Chicago as a detective, mm-hmm. um,
1: so they're they're all in Chicago. Yeah, yeah. I mean, De
0: Niro and his crew—they're just like visiting, to, right. to do this job. Yeah, Pacino—that's this is his home base. At the
1: oh, time. but uh, let me finish. I I didn't finish explaining what, what right. uh, uh, De Niro and his crew's thing is. So they they're going into this a uh, uh, basically abandoned store, and they're gonna drill in through the basement. To get into the uh, uh safe safety dip- well. yeah. safety uh safe what is it called safe, safe deposit,
0: deposit. <laughs> Boxes. Yeah. The fault uh, that has the safe deposit box. Yeah, boxes.
1: But but it's like there's the the L train is passing above and they're timing when that goes by to when they're using Dude, the, the, the drill. Really
0: large loud drill, yeah. So
1: nobody hears it. It passes every six minutes. They've got a guy going around the block checking things out. They've got a, a, a camera, closed, yeah, a closed an infrared camera. camera also. They they've basically thought of everything. They've yeah. staked this place out for a while. And they know it's closed for the weekend. So it's like we've got from Friday night until Monday morning to get into this place. There are three hundred and sixty uh boxes and we we've got, you know
0: them with the sledgehammer yeah. and then go in
1: with a little thing. And know. uh we're we're not gonna take jewelry that's has that's, that's set, set, yeah. Because it's our defense, hard to get. man. You yeah. can't do the fence. To our defense only uh jewels that are loose. And cash, loose jewels, folks. Stick to the <laughs> loose jewels. Uh, cash and like precious metals, uh, but like everything else, bonds, personal items. Nah, we don't want that. Uh, we're ignoring that. Yeah,
0: great. So they get in there, and like mm-hmm. where we leave them off, they're in there, and they've been in there for like thirty-six hours straight. No, just... it's
1: like fifty-six. Oh hours. yeah, yeah. It's insane. Uh, how long they were in there? I I thought I had uh marked exactly how long, but it and, was yeah, it was I think something it was like, like fifty. That.
0: And they get out, they get out clean, they don't get caught, and mm-hmm. they're very careful not to leave any. Uh,
1: oh yeah, outside the pre-dawn darkness is cool. A shocking wake-up after fifty-four hours inside.
0: Yeah, um, and De Niro and um, why well, can't I, Val Kilmer? Mm-hmm. Leave to like fly to fly out of St. Louis. Yeah, they're like um, all splitting yeah. up, and they've and all DeMiro's got different plans. Teniers going back to LA. Val Kilmer's going back to Las Vegas. Yeah, a and successful Kilmer, heist. Kilmer
1: was like the drill guy. He yeah. was like the one that got him in.
0: Yeah, uh, everybody had a had a had a role. It was nice. So anyway, uh, Grimes, who they get the uh, the. Uh, the the cars and st- and tools from, mm-hmm. he's also supplying cars. Yeah, to uh, the boss. Yes, and this guy Hank. Yeah. The crank.
1: and we find out later the boss's name is Otis. Oh
0: yeah. And uh, Alex, who's mm-hmm. like lower on the, and these guys are doing like lower level stuff, they're doing home invasions, yes, um, around the Chicago suburbs. Very wealthy people, they're also staking out a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, Alex is taking keys as his job from his job as a valet, yeah, from rich people, making copies of the keys, but they're getting in when people are home, yeah, so that they can uh, steal their uh. Like belongings, the safe? and then also sexually assault any of the women, um, in brutal ways. Yeah, um, because Otis is a real
1: sicko. Yeah, yeah, he's just like a full-on psychopath.
0: So these two groups of criminals do not know each other. Just right. the 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 common link is uh, is Grimes.
1: Yeah, that they're both using the same guy to like source things
0: exactly. And then you got Al Pacino, who's after who's. Unaware at this point mm-hmm. of uh, of the, the bank robbery, yeah, yeah, the Heat Boys. You know, nobody knows. They're, they they yeah. they went in, they came in and left Chicago, and nobody was the one. The bank doesn't even know yet, right?
1: Yeah, they they came into a vault that was ransacked and like, yeah, presumably figured out. <laughs> oh, there's a hole in the wall. That's how they got yeah. in. But that's all they know. Yeah. But we're not even there yet where yeah. they figured that. Yeah, out. and these guys were also very care. They yeah. they make. At one point, it's like not even an eyelash can be left in here.
0: Yeah, and now uh, freaking one thing that Al Pacino is aware of mm-hmm. is Otis and his boys. Yeah, because they're and he's taking it personally.
1: Yeah, well, be yeah because they uh, the the like uh, uh, home invasion that we follow in the book, they kill the husband. Rape. In, like, a sadistic way. Yeah, with, like, a crowbar. Yeah. And there was no... Like, he had already given up the yeah, safe Yeah, they got and everything. everything that they, they wanted. They got everything. Be, yeah. There was no reason to kill him, but they do. Uh, and they rape the wife and the 14-year-old daughter. Uh, so it's... Yeah, Who
0: it's... it's is currently, in the book, in a coma. And it's because uh, of brain trauma. Yeah. Like, yeah, and
1: they also, like beat both of those women almost to death.
0: Yeah. And Alpha Pacino Not women, spends girls, a lot of fourteen year old. Uh, a lot of time at the fourteen year old's bedside. Yeah, we learn a lot a, about his character yeah. and
1: uh his wife who uh She's and, in a uh an induced coma because of yeah. like brain swelling and stuff. Yeah.
0: Yeah. this girl's well, medical freaking history. I'm... There's there's HIPAA considerations here on the <laughs> that's, podcast. That's uh, true. We I can't apologize. just be broadcasting poor girl's uh, medical records. Well, them.
1: I just because like I feel like Al Pacino's like any second she's gonna wake up, but I'm like she's in a medically induced coma. I, think, I,
0: think, I don't understand how comas work. Yeah, though.
1: yeah, but um, yeah, it's bad, real, real bad, and yeah. and they've got you know very little to go on for who's behind this.
0: And to top it all off. There's a showboating detective who has ties to the underworld Yeah, who is telling uh, Pacino, hey, do what you got to do, but, like, don't use my guys and also kind of fuck you and I'm going to take all the credit for it. Yeah. And Pacino's like, look, take all the credit you want. Mm -hmm. I want to solve this stuff and, like, also dry hump a punk rock bartender in an alley or something <laughs>
1: yeah at one point he's <laughs>
0: while doing coke yeah he's... i forgot that pacino is like a, a, a big drugs guy in this too
1: yeah because that's kind of like you know one one of the best scenes in heat is is uh pacino and de niro meeting at a diner yeah like off the record basically talking and you you realize like oh these guys have more in common than they do yeah. difference like they're on different sides of like good and bad, but yeah like Pacino's a, a drug addict like uh, he he also has like an escort with him at at one point, uh, so it's like and then yeah goes goes to like a random bar because he's like upset he's had like a rough day, yeah and-
0: after he. Uh- Went to a windy road and turned off his uh, headlights. Oh and yeah, just, it was uh, like trying to drive into yeah. a ditch.
1: But then he just like yeah goes to a, like what seems like a cool Chicago bar, and there's like uh, like a young punk rock bartender that he's like, yeah, hey, can you take five minutes? And they go in the alley, do coke, and uh, have sex real quick. Yeah. And then he's like, ah, like uh, I, I forget. Oh, he he says like marry me to her, and she's like yeah screw you. And he's like all right, I I get back on the case. <laughs> Am I wrong? Al mm-hmm. Pacino, especially like, I mean
0: this is nineteen eighty eight, but like nineteen ninety five. Like he's a weird looking dude,
1: right? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, he's not like ooh like all oh, the ladies. No, are and sue also me like him. doing the math on this, it's like this is like a cop in his forties. Like I don't understand why yeah. it, like you know. I, I think the bartender described as like maybe like twenty five. Yeah, why she would a be, cool angular haircut or something. yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, but hey, but I mean that again. That's what makes Heat so interesting because it's like like a cop that's he's not a dirty cop, but he doesn't play by the rules, right? And uh, doesn't follow all the laws. And then you've got, like, a, a criminal that's, like, trying to minimize any uh, collateral damage. Right. Is like, in this for the thrill and the money. And if he can not hurt people, that would be preferable because that makes things easier.
0: Yeah, well, then you got to get rid of Tom Sizemore and your crew. It's a freaking maniac. That's true, yeah. Um, I forget what
1: I was going to say. Were you gonna maybe uh, explain more of the story of what happens? I mean, what really even happens? Well, because then they—you read up to chapter twenty-six. Yeah,
0: I read up through chapter twenty-seven. Tom. Wow! Uh,
1: because then they—he Oh, he cracks the case. He cracks the case. He 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 figures out what all the victims. Uh, this Hannah uh, Al Pacino figures out what all the victims have in common. And they've all gone to different salons, but salons that use the same valet service. Right, and
0: he scopes it out and finds a guy. Scopes Alex. it out,
1: finds a guy. The guy has a criminal record, and but uh, you know he kind of doesn't have proof, but you know he has his intuition, and uses that to really lay a heavy hand on this yeah. guy, and he cracks. Yeah. And, and tells him... Gives it all up. Gives and it all him, up. tells uh, him where the next hit is going to be, which is in like... He's
0: like, oh, it's happening in like 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> can get over there in time.
1: Yeah, so they quickly get to the house. Uh, the, he, he wisely go goes to the back door instead of the front door because it's like the bad guys might roll up any yeah. second now he's like, all of you got to get out of here. And then he's like, not enough time. Just he's get, like, get him over the
0: back fence. Oh, no. Nope. Put him in the basement and go in the bathroom and put your child in the bathtub and put a mattress over the bathtub. Like, yeah. Oh. <laughs> if somebody gave him a like, well, sir, what are you talking about? Yeah. What is going on?
1: Well, and it's. The reason why he's doing that is because it's like, no, we need them to come into your house so we can catch them in the act. And shoot them with our <laughs> enormous
0: guns. We all have enormous guns on us also.
1: Well, and that's the thing, too. It's like Pacino's not after harassing these guys. He yeah. full on just wants to execute them. Yeah. He wants to kill them. And it's like. You need to all hide because there's not enough time, and we're going to hide in your house with our guns pointing at the door. And once all these guys are inside, then we'll just open fire. Um, And it works. It works except for Otis. Otis gets away. Like the three other guys, the three henchmen, they all get uh, blown to bits. Yeah. But Otis uh, runs out, gets in his car. car.
0: He gets hit by a car at one point.
1: Yeah, um, uh, but, but he gets away. Uh, more or less, like, I don't, I don't think it, I don't think he had got hit with a shot or anything. Like, he yeah. got hit by a car running. So it's like, oh, he might be bruised, but like, he's not gravely injured in any way. Yeah. But so, they know who he is. They know who he is. You know
0: what? The one thing I don't like about this book, mm-hmm. beyond the sexual assault, yeah, the sex, I don't like how it's <laughs> like he, uh, like, it's always like, uh, Al Pacino noticing, like, hey, those pants look like they're painted on. (laughs) Like, that happens, Uh, like, four different times where he, like, notices, takes note of uh, how tight a woman's pants are. And he didn't have any problem with that.
1: Hannah surveys the salon. The receptionist has towering red hair and leggings so tight that if Hannah plucked on them, they would play a high C. (laughs) And at no other point is it implied that Hannah has perfect pitch. <laughs> no, you wouldn't even know. <laughs> um, but, you know, that's like the, you know, it is the same I guy know. who famously said.
0: <laughs> Say it to, uh, to Hank Azaria. She's got a great ass and yeah. you've
1: got your head all the way up it. Yeah. So, of course, he would notice these kinds of things on a woman. Yeah. Um, yeah well i also have highlighted i forget where the i think this line is when they're waiting in the house to ambush him and he says assholes are unaware come on down you are the next contestant on the prices right between your eyes yeah
0: there there's some there's some stuff um, oh and
1: it, wh- hannah emerges from cover and fires the 12 gauge april fools motherfucker so yeah, it's not very real. It's yeah. very hard boiled. I but. like
0: when he's also going through, um, trying to profile Otis before he knows who he is, mm-hmm. and he finds out that when he, uh, when he came in uh, to the home invasion, he said, "Honey, I'm home," and he's like, "Huh? So this guy likes jokes. He's a comedian, huh? So it's <laughs> <and he's> like, <laughs> yeah, he he
1: does like a whole psychological profile, <laughs> yeah, but on just him.
0: like." Uh, being like he says, Honey, I'm home, and that means that uh <laughs> Yeah, he, he
1: wants to affect the home environment, yeah. so he's had a bad yeah. home environment. But I mean some of the other stuff and he does they do, I think, like uh uh call the FBI about like yeah. hey, can you guys work up a profile? And like they do work up because again, it's like such an unusual case of like they're the they're brutality. going after yeah. the money and they're getting the money but then all this stuff is happening you know the 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 one guy is doing all these real yeah. bad sexual assaults and like power things so it's like yeah you can work up uh, uh you know a profile of yeah. what kind of person this is uh yeah i also have highlighted earlier i believe this is when uh When uh, Chris first sees, uh, 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 what's her name, Cinnamon? Charlene. Charlene. Uh, Black hair, glossy like Cleopatra. A sleeveless black spandex dress that shows every slow move and every muscle in her powerful body. Smooth bronze skin. A choker with a massive turquoise and garnet crucifix lying against her chest. All American youth and dark knowing eyes. Wow. Whoa.
0: Whoa. Yeah. It's just like, it, look, it's very hard boiled. I read the a. The city uh, wants
1: everything I've got. He says, they won't get it, but I can give them a look. <laughs> That's what uh, Al Pacino says to an escort that he's with, yeah. where he's just like out on the balcony looking at Chicago. I would love to be in a new city and go, This city wants everything I've got. <laughs> <laughs> they won't get it, but I can give them a look. I, uh, this is like a, a quick read.
0: Yeah. It's a nice summer read, I feel like. Like, mm. I don't normally read, like, thrillers like this. Yeah. It's nice. I read a, a review on Good Reads. Someone gave it three stars and said, mm. like, a nice, uh, read, whatever, like, a quick read. Uh, I love the movie Heat. Mm. This neither adds anything to it nor detracts from it in any way. It's like, I think that's kind of like best case scenario for a book sequel to a movie.
1: Yeah, yeah, I don't. I it doesn't need to add anything to heat. Yeah, it's kind of like I would. I, I would just. I like don't to want s-
0: heat. Like like heat is like all, an almost perfect movie. Yeah. So like if this can just be like, I don't want this to shed new light on right. Light. Oh, oh this yeah. changes, what yeah, you yeah, I don't no, no, no. it nah. doesn't need to be
1: changed, yeah. but, but you know, uh, he'd had a bunch of like very interesting characters that's like, oh, yeah, this isn't the a uh, very interesting characters who are all very good at what they do, so it's like, yeah, I'd like to see more of these guys being good at being cops and being robbers, like uh and and if he can show things before and things after. Cool, I'm interested.
0: Do you think every woman, Tom, mm-hmm. that is uh, a subscriber on Patreon, is just gonna quit for the next four mo- four weeks because <laughs> it's like heat is the most dude centric? It thing. is a
1: very dude. Yeah, it's a very like uh, I don't know guy uh, a guy's movie.
0: I think it, that's like Michael Mann probably was like. Let's get a let's get a female <laughs> perspective, or maybe. Uh, Whoever the publisher was, some
1: female cover for some of these descriptions. Yeah, a woman wrote it.
0: Yeah, exactly. Or just kind of like the publisher being like, "Look, if you just get some other dude (laughs) to turn your screenplay into this book, I would like to figure out. uh, I we should do some more research. How did this come about? Like, we actually did when we read 2001 Space Odyssey. Yeah, like uh, Arthur C. Clarke." And Stanley Kubrick worked together on mm. the novel. It wasn't like, yeah, yeah, and like Kubrick wrote the screenplay based on the novel that they wrote together, yes. or that like he plotted out. Thing, or, yeah, they yeah. But like, it wasn't screenplay to book. It was the other way around until like they diverged a little right. bit. So like. uh interested to know the actual process here maybe we'll get Michael Mann on the show
1: (laughs) maybe maybe uh, uh, this Meg Gardner just like wrote the whole book and Michael Mann was like I'll write the descriptions of hot women (laughs) (laughs) that'll be my part
0: you know how tight pants are what note it would be if they were plucked but I would say
1: (laughs) 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 but it's like not I don't know it's you know uh, uh, I think there's uh, the, uh, Twitter there there was like something going on on Twitter the other day where like people were talking about how like young people don't understand necessarily that like characters aren't what like an author thinks yeah. an ideal person uh-huh. should be. And I feel like that's what this is. So it's like
0: eh, there's a little bit of luxuriating in this. Oh, like-
1: Absolutely but i think it's still like when we're reading these descriptions of these women it's through these character's eyes right and it's it's not uh i don't know it's it's not like it they're women that are like uh the women that are sexualized are sexual partners of these characters. Right, they're not just sexualizing random women. That that right. You know. It just
0: so happens that most of the women here, it, like, represented in this story, are sexual partners and are introduced through sex scenes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> So hey, sometimes that's life, Tim. That you, you know, we don't know what being a bank robber or a cop is yeah, like. Yeah, that's true. Maybe that's the only chance you get to meet women. <laughs> no, there is a part where Chris, uh, when when he's like uh, right after the events of Heat, he's being like driven by a woman, uh, and he's and he thinks like this is going to be like a good drive, like a getaway oh, driver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then it's like, eh. <laughs>
0: yeah, not really right. <laughs>
1: But uh, but we could just get Tom Sizemore or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess we'll see that. But uh, yeah, Dennis so,
0: Haysbert in uh, in uh, yeah that's the true. One got the, the
1: president of uh, America. Yeah, former president working Dennis working as Haysbert.
0: a line cook that uh, brought him back into the the life. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna watch Heat tonight. <laughs> I had to get up at six in the morning to drive for <laughs> five hours.
1: Well watch good Heat I... and then imagine you're a character in Heat doing that drive, like mm. but you know what? The the big scores at the other end of this drive, it'll all be worth it.
0: I'm afraid of a big score, Tom.
1: But good I would uh, I you know, I wouldn't recommend this to somebody that hasn't seen Heat. <laughs> yeah. Yet. But if you've seen Heat and you like Heat, you're gonna like this book. That's Did my review. Feel, so
0: far. Oh, you didn't go to. A, I went to a bookstore and I felt silly buying this book. <laughs>
1: Remember, were you like, do you have any other movie sequel books? <laughs> <laughs>
0: exactly. It was. Uh, I almost like, and it's. It was. It
1: was well, you weren't $30. alone. Th- this was on the New York Times bestseller list last. Yeah, week. that's
0: true. There was only. I went to uh, Tom the same day. I went to see Nope uh, at the theater. I went wow. to the McNally Jackson. In, oh yeah, uh, yeah. But like. There was one copy left in the whole yeah. store. Like I had to go. Like it wasn't in on any of the new release tables or anything. It was like in the fiction section yeah. under M, and it's like well. Oh. It's one copy left.
1: Good thing you would have had to pull some kind of elaborate heist yourself just to get a copy of this book.
0: I would have gone to one of the other six bookstores in walking distance of well, that place.
1: A, yeah, actually, like when I uh, uh, went to order it last night, I went to order off Amazon, and like it, it was not significantly back-ordered, but it wasn't like, oh, it'll be there tomorrow. Oh, really? Yeah, it was like, no, nah, it'll be a few days. Hmm. Yeah. Hey, good for Michael Mann.
0: Yeah, he needs it.
1: Yeah. I mean, it'd be cool if he just started writing books with the, with other people. It's
0: fine, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. I like this because it's heat and it's all the. <laughs> it's like, hey, I can imagine Pacino saying this. That's yeah. cool.
1: Well, um, I was going to ask you about Michael Massa, but you know, we got more episodes. Ago. Yeah, hey, yeah, but it all. write
0: down these questions because yeah. we're drunk. We just yeah. did an episode about uh, I cocktails. Mean, my question was going
1: to be, uh, what do you think about Michael Mansa? Yeah,
0: I think he's fine. <laughs> Uh, All right, well, let's wrap it up. Yeah, thank you for being patrons. We love you very much. Um, Look, I think it is better when we both read the book. Yeah. Tom, look, I don't always listen to you when you're getting into the thing, but also, I think... Unspoiled needs to admit <laughs> that sometimes Tom's explanations are a little all over the place cuz maybe sometimes he's had a little much to drink and you start to forget character names and like the go back and listen to the Sherlock Holmes like you couldn't make heads or tails of what was going on in those well, it stories Well a
1: mystery <laughs>
0: But I, I like this. I like uh, discussing it. Yeah. Um, hey, leave your
1: comments. Uh,
0: sound off in the comments. Um, are you w- reading what? along?
1: Sound off in the comments. What if you had your head way up?
0: See
1: this. <laughs> <laughs>